Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast, and we're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our Dynasty League. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, rather lately, we are going to be reviewing week six matchups, looking ahead to week seven just before it hits us, checking in on the league and taking care of some bets. But just to let you know, this week's episode is brought to you by ShirtOutlets.com, where you can get all your sports merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees, to shoes, flags, and even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast and drop us an email at poormanfootball at gmail.com, and we will help hook you up with a 5% discount on your order, not to mention how to get free shipping globally and potentially a free jersey. So these guys are legit. I love working with them, and... Let's get on with the show. We are doing this late. Normally, we record this on Wednesday night, drop it to you on Thursday, but today is Saturday. Saturday, the 21st of October, and I had a busy work schedule. So, Andrew, thank you very much for waiting all this time to jump through all the juicy hoops we've got to get through. How you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a lot, like, not as long of a week as yours, but it's been a long week. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad it's a weekend. I logged. 64 hours this week. Wow. Yeah. 24 hours of OT. That's like like three months of Amazon. Oh, yeah, man. That's. (laughs) I'm happy I get to do the overtime here as opposed to having to have the second job. Yeah, it's a better situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus, I got to listen in um, just to give you guys some background story. Um, I work for my local municipality. And I'm an audiovisual technician, so I run sound systems. And I got to run the sound system after hours for a super long city council meeting where they allowed the public to come in and speak on a proposed bylaw. Now, this bylaw, excuse me, it is about rezoning current residential areas to allow for higher density infills. And it's been debated for quite some time. And uh, our city council, uh, based upon administration's recommendations, was going to put forth a particular bill. They were going to pass it, fast track it, get it out there so they could get the ball rolling and make amendments as necessary. Well, unfortunately, that did not sit well with a bunch of citizens and several hundred of them registered to speak, to let their thoughts and feelings be known. So for four and a half days, from nine in the morning till nine o'clock at night, we deliberated and listened to all of their speeches and comments. We had a couple little bumps in the road. One particularly um, elderly gentleman did not know how to use Google Meet, which is how he joined the meeting and did not turn his microphone off. And then he used some words that very old white men tend to use about, about people much younger and not of their ilk. And um, they had to stop the meeting. And they had to ask him to mute his microphone and acknowledge what he said and apologize. Um, So that was fun. That hit the news. It was good. Um, Not my fault. I can't control his microphone. Like, I can't. This is what happens when you bring the public in to speak. They can say whatever they want. Doesn't mean it's good or right, but they can. So, yeah, it was a bit of excitement. And now that's all over. Now they get to go back and make some decisions based upon it. And we get to do this wonderful podcast on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, they're probably going to do the same thing that they were going to do begin to begin with. So, um, no, 
The general oh, wow. consensus that yeah, they're actually going to go back and they're going to rewrite the proposed bylaw to include the things they should have included from the get-go without having oh. to wait to do amendments. Yeah, it's it's one of those. Who are you doing this for? Are you doing it for yourselves? Are you doing it for the citizens you represent? Are you doing it for the developer big businesses that are paying you to do this? So if you're doing it for the citizens, you know, put the verbiage in there that protects the citizens. Don't do it just to fast track it so big business can get in there. So because of the, the I think, the scrutiny they were put under, they're going to add those provisions back in instead of trying to fix it later. Oh. Should have done it that way to begin with, I guess. They should have done that way to begin with. But this is what happens when you don't do public consultation. You do a select group of consultation. So the city administration, they go out and they find a group of people. And they, they, they speak to that one demographic group of people. And um, they use that as their case study. And then uh, put it forth. And then you know, community groups, which was the bulk of... Uh, the registered speakers was representatives from various community leagues around the city saying, hey, we were not consulted. This plan dramatically impacts our communities. So public consultation, big deal, really big deal. The city does not do a very good job of that. And I'm not sure when or how or what it's going to take to get them to change to be a bit more engaging. Um, because apparently it happened. All public consultation happened when we were in lockdown under COVID. Oh, what public consultation did you get done? Yeah. So, um, and the majority of people who showed up to vote on this bylaw or to speak on this bylaw um, didn't know it was even going to vote on <clears throat> until somebody in the news decided to run a, a news story on it. And then it started to travel like wildfire. And I was like, wait a second, they're doing, the city's doing this because they didn't oh. announce it. Right. So, either way, that's what's going on there. Uh, that's our small, Small off-topic story. I want to jump into a quick shout-out. This has been a long time coming. Uh, coming. Uh, this is going out to Niner Nation 9711. Uh, this guy was new to the uh, the annual Borman Guillotine League. Uh, I got to chat with him a little bit, but even before he got uh, he got axed. And um, cool dude. Seemed to, seemed fun to chat with. He's actually starting his own podcast, so hopefully he's uh, he's learned a lot listening to us and got a chance to. Uh, take some notes, and we'd love to give you a listen as soon as it happens. But he is an 18-year fantasy veteran. He does hail from San Diego. This is his first guillotine league, uh, which he took over from someone who bailed last minute in the draft. I completely forgot that. So this guy jumped in after somebody had signed up, paid, and then drafted Jamar Chase in the first round and then bailed. This guy jumped in, wow. took the team over, lasted this long, um, he does. He loves the format. He's really excited to return next year, but he did get axed. And for that, we're going to give you a shout out. I guess all of his players are now open. They are. And he has, he actually had some good guys on the squad. Just uh, like, like Jamar Chase. Paulson. Yeah, he had, uh, you know, he ended up uh, packaging out Jamar Chase no, to get you some didn't get the, You didn't get the, the joke. You didn't get the joke. No, I missed it. That he's always open. Oh. His players are always open now. Jamar Chase and the 7-Eleven necklace. Always open. 24-7. Ha, ha, ha. I actually didn't know that he had a 7-Eleven necklace. Yes. 
Yeah, seems pretty. He, he got it. He got it like last. He he started wearing it last week or the week before. Guess he's always, always open, just like Seven Eleven. Just like Seven Eleven. Cool. Good for him. Yeah, there's there's a lot about the uh, about players and their teams and the things they do that I just miss out on. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, let's talk football. I've fallen. Nope. Nope. There it is. Yeah, we got some good football stuff going on this week. Uh, some other rather interesting highlights uh, that I want to bring up to you guys' attention. Uh, how much football did you watch last weekend, Andrew? Last weekend, hardly anything. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. Um, I didn't watch a heck of a lot, but what I did watch in limited games I was able to put in front of my face, I observed some egregious calls by referees. Now, it doesn't matter what team you were cheering for. Uh, cheering for. There was just issues with refs calling stuff that didn't make any sense. And to me, uh, in my men's soccer league, I always um, judge the way the ref, how the ref is performing based upon the reactions of players on the field. When, when your team gets a penalty call and the other team is like, what was that for? It tells me the ref really didn't see what happened, right? Yeah. Because I'm fine to receive a penalty for doing something. But don't give me a penalty for something that didn't happen. And when the other team's like, okay, wait a second. That's, I'm not sure what you're doing here. Like, we'll take the penalty, but really that didn't, that wasn't a penalty. That didn't happen. So there were some things that were really odd. And then the things that really, really got my grits boiled was that um, players were fined for penalties that were missed. Yeah. Two Lions players, Alex Anzalone, and uh, Aiden Hutchinson were fined like 20 grand or whatever it was a piece for penalties that were not called, but nothing happened to the referees that made calls during any of those games that didn't need to happen. That weren't real calls. Just frustrating. Yes. But you know what? It goes both ways. Like I was, uh, I was watching the Ohio state Penn state game this morning. Well, how'd that go, by the way? Uh, Ohio State uh, pulled it out, but it was a very, very close game. So they didn't dominate? No, no. Penn State's ranked number 11. Ohio State's ranked number three. Or no, sorry. Penn State was ranked six. Ohio State was ranked three. Um, It it was a good close game. But on one particular play uh, in the first half, the Ohio State, uh, cornerback blatantly had both hands wrapped uh, inside the guy's, the front of the guy's, uh, the wide receiver's shoulders pads, holding on to him, preventing him from turning, and no call. Like, how do you, how do you miss that? How do you miss that? Because he was the one that was th- the ball was thrown to, so the ref would be looking at the two of them, and you know I could see if the ball if the play was on the other side of the field, and you know they were both jockeying for posi- for 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 position in the field or what what have mm-hmm. you. But the play was coming to them. You could see his hands like grabbing the chest plate of the guy's shoulder pads, and 
and preventing him from from making a play at the ball and no call. Like, how does stuff like that happen? I you, you see it in the NFL quite often where people are saying Kansas City isn't getting penalties called against them, right? And Philadelphia is not getting penalties called against them because they're the they're the America's teams now. They're the teams that everybody wants to see. They're the teams that everybody wants to see high-scoring games with, so on and so forth. This is where so people that, come up with a conspiracy that there's a script, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, and I just I uh, I liken it back to um, uh, some of those movies that we've all seen in the past, um, Varsity Blues, or or um, the blind side where the kid kick the, the one kick kicks Robert Orr in the face and then the coach goes nuts and then they throw a flag on the coach. Right? Like call the stuff fair. Let the let the guys play. Just let them play. So you're right. Like you could see you could see where some of the um you know the the extreme wing people start throwing out their conspiracy and it's all Vegas and it's all the betting and the money and so on and so forth. But I just, you know, just let the guys play. If it's a penalty, call the penalty. This is where to me, the, um, the replay stuff should come in. They should be calling. If they see, if they see something that was blatantly missed, Mm -hmm. they should be stepping in and saying, Nope, that was pass interference. This is or, where you need a, a third party, an in, an independent third party, like an ombudsman that, yeah. that does an auditing. It's like, hey, look, you know what? Um, we don't think you guys are actually running a fair game here. So what we're going to yeah. do, we're going to interject. And we have the ability to overturn, saying, hey, you know what? That's not a penalty. We reviewed it. Here's what we're calling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not pass interference because nobody touched that wide receiver. Exactly. Exactly. I and my my fear is that. that my fear is that it would just it would drag the games on a little too long. But no, no, granted, there has to be there's some things you're just gonna like look look past and move forward. What I'm looking for is egregious penalties. Yes, something that's affecting the play of the game, or uh, potentially a, has a defensive a defense. Like I really hate, I really really hate those defensive holding on the total opposite side of the field of where the play mm-hmm. is. That's garbage. That has nothing to do with the play or the offensive pass interference across the field. Or where... passer when it's like, hey, look, the guy's moving 90 miles an hour. Exactly. And he's one step away from the quarterback and the quarterback dumps the ball off. He's like, well, he can't stop on a dime. He's going there to tackle that individual. So the fact that he hits them when the ball's yep. gone shouldn't be a penalty. That or a guy is, you know, uh, he's already falling. And he falls into the the blow the knee of the quarterback. I'm on the ground and rolling. How do I not hit him below the knees? How can that be a penalty? I can't magically can't stop that. Stop. No. Right. That and that's where and that to me that's where, like you said, that oversight committee steps in and says no. no. Yes, I, I get it in real time. You don't see exactly what's happening. Um, because it could have been an offensive lineman pushing the guy over and he yeah. falls into the guy's legs, right? So that's where the the 
the the oversight committee steps in and says, no, wait a minute, that's not a penalty. Or, hey, you guys obviously missed that. We're going to 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 step in and make the call. But just like I said, as long as it doesn't drag the game out too long, like give it a give it a 15 second window of time, not a take as much time as you need to look. If you can't figure it out in 15 seconds, yeah, move on because like that is because the game clock is ticking already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. There's a lot of lame calls and there's a lot of missed ones. Yeah. Um, other news, Kansas City Chiefs have traded to get Meikle Hardman back, which I found very funny because they let him walk because they didn't like him, only to yeah. find out the receivers they have aren't aren't very good. So they brought him back. Do you think, as a Chiefs fan, and you've already made fun of me for this, yes, I did pick him up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a dumb man, though. I'm, hey, look, I'm gonna take a shot, man. Like, if if they brought him back, they brought him back for something, for a reason. This is what I'm gonna ask you: Do you think they brought him back because they need that familiarity in with one of the wide receivers that can run the system? I think what they brought him back for was the speed. They need a guy downfield. Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes needs to air the ball. Like Sky Moore was supposed to do it, but he's he's not, he's not getting open. He's not getting open. Okay. Um, maybe Hardman can. You're right. The fi- familiarity. Um, but if Hardman can get open, Mahomes needs to. the The team needs to have that threat of something downfield. Yeah. You've got Kelsey covering the middle. You've got Kadarius Tony covering the the, 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 the short. The, yeah, the short sideline stuff. You don't have they don't have that threat of if you if geez if we give if we give Patrick Mahomes five seconds in the pocket somebody's getting free out in the uh, out out sixty yards down the field and he'll chuck it. You need that threat, um, and I think that that's that might be why they went back after him. And maybe maybe that's what he needed was was the. The, the kick in the pass to say, no, we don't need you, but come on back. We want to feature you now. Now you're going to be our feature guy. You That's talked a lot of, you talked a lot of smack that you were supposed to be the top guy and you didn't produce in, in, in New York. Actually, did they even use him? I, I don't know. I don't think they did. I don't know. So for anybody. So maybe the, the reality check of, Hey, I'm not what I thought I was. Now I can adapt to the to the team and adapt, like get humbled a little yeah. bit, come back humbled a little bit, and maybe maybe the part of the deal. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe New York's going to eat part of the contract, so they're getting them at a discount. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like it's 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 like one of those things where, like on draft day, when he was talking to the to the coach from San Francisco or from Seattle. I just mm-hmm. saved you $7 million because you're getting them five picks later. You still yeah. get the boy. You you still get the golden boy you wanted, but for a whole lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe, maybe that's part of the deal too, that, that New York, he went and signed, he got a, he got a crappy, well, a team friendly deal. And now they get him back for a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it, right. could, it, it, it could it could it could work out great for them, 
because maybe he was supposed to be the next Tyree kill. He was. It did not work out that way. Yeah. This is why I picked him up where I could, because I want to take that shot. Because what did it cost me? Like a couple dollars in fab, zero dollars in one league and three dollars in another. So like I'll grab him. We'll try him out. If it doesn't work, boom, he's he's good. He's toast. Yeah. Well, Uh, and you know what? That was kind of like I when they when they announced Julio Jones, oh, got signed. Yeah, I you know what I went I, I went and picked him up for the same reason. Like maybe he's gonna have two or three games left where he gets twenty where points. Those will be. Pardon? The thing is, you'll never know when those games will be. True, but if I got a bunch of guys on buy and I need a a, sure. a receiver that could get something, put him in. He might, even if he only gets three or four points, it's better than a zero for a buy. And oh, maybe that's are you teasing me because I put Kendry Miller in and Kendry Miller got me zero points against you this week. <laughs> that's a no, lot. I'm not, I'm not using that. I guess uh, no, oh, no, okay. no. Well, I appreciate that. But, but it's just, I, I just thought, you know what? Maybe the guy will come in with a kind of like a, a chip on his shoulder to say, I got half a year left in me because I got to sit the first half of the season or the first quarter yeah. of the season and I didn't go through training camp. I'm fresh. Maybe I can turn it on for the rest of the year and be the the Julio Jones that everybody wanted me to be three seasons ago in in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason why I I, I picked him up. Andre Hopkins. Yes, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Because he's just in the same boat, right? Like, yeah, he hasn't really played. Well, he went to and, Tennessee, which is like where receivers go to die. Yeah, but they haven't used him, so he should be fresh. Should they be just fresh. need a they just need a quarterback that can throw? Yeah. If you guys don't know, we're talking about Ryan Tannehill. We turned that into like a Ryan Tannehill bashing session. That's what that was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, moving along here. Speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers was seen throwing and walking without crutches. The yes. the guy is somehow going to try and come back early. Like it. Uh, he is saying he has gone on to a podcast and I don't, I don't know what's going on with this guy mentally. I'm putting myself in the hands of the Lord and what I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to see a miracle here. I will play before the playoffs start. Wow. Okay. If I was the coach, I'd be like, sure. Uh, Sure. Can we void your uh, your contract if you get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can we? Uh, can we cut you loose when you actually rip your Achilles right off your body and it snaps at both ends, and you can't walk anymore? Um, yeah. Or I'd be saying, yeah, say all you want. I have final say on when you play, not uh, not you. And well, okay. What would you rather have, Achilles? Damaged, broken, missing uh, Aaron Rodgers on the field or current version of Zach Wilson? Am I making the playoffs? No, neither way. Then no. I would rather have Wilson because Zach I want Wilson. Aaron. Yeah, okay. That, that's I really want, the only scenario. Yeah. Because why Why would you go out? Why would you take the risk? Like, I don't know this of is... any player that's come back in the same season from an Achilles. No, it's never been done before because they typically lose a year to two years. Yeah. And even those that come back in a year, they don't, they're never the same. Yep. So, so I, 
I just I think it's crazy that uh, that's that's what I said. I don't know about his mental state, but when he was talking in the podcast, and it's like I've left it all up to God, and you, we're we're going to see a miracle here. We're going to see something that's never been done. Um, I don't know how he heals fifty times faster than any other human on the planet. I guess, but hey, okay. Well, either e- either way, that it should prove to be entertaining for us as football fans yes. to watch this unfold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Before I jump into injuries, there's a couple things that uh, that happened that uh, Andrew, you added to the list. That was uh, Kyler Murray's yes. coming back off a designated IR, so his 21 day window was open. That's exciting to hear him come. But back. he's already throwing and practicing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And practice with the team this week. Okay, well, um, that, that means he could be activated and ready to play next week. Uh, no, I think he's, well. He could play. Not that he, he is. Yes, but... yeah. I think I think it's an outside shot. I think okay. with them, again, they're they're in the same boat as, as the, the Jets. They're not going to make the playoffs. Play. Why, do I, why do we need him? You know, let him, you know, three well, more actually, weeks. Isn't I can answer that question. Because the uh, the administration staff from the Cardinals have actually made a statement about it. We oh. need to see Kyler play. If he's not 100%, why do you need to see him play? Because whether or not they're going to keep him or not. Oh, his contract year up. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if it's contract year, but they, they, might, they might be looking to say, what do you have? Do we want – Do let's sh- you show us what you can do, and we'll decide whether or not we're going to keep you or trade you. Oh, so you think they're trying to put him in before the trade yeah. deadline? That's what that was the statement they made. We need to see Kyler. Wow. Murray. So they're gonna. Um, I don't. I don't know if it'll be before the trade deadline. What is that? Next week? Yeah, the thirty. Yeah, week eight. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be next week's stuff. So by the end of the week, if he plays, then it's a good chance um, they're going to try and try and trade him out. Uh, if not, then they're gonna they're gonna play him to see what they've got going in, and then try and trade him in the off season. I think that's yeah, the more yeah. likelier case is they're going to trade him in the off season. Yeah. Um, but it could, they're going to need to see him play this year, whether he plays the next week or the week after, or at some point that even down the line, they're going to need to see him play to evaluate what it is that they have. And if it matches what they're looking for. Yeah. Well, it gives me an extra <laughs> option in our super flex. If he comes back. Yeah. Uh, those that own Anthony Richardson lost him to season engine uh, ending surgery. Yep. Uh, Steelers have removed Deontay Johnson from IR. He's back, but they put Pat Fryermuth on. And I thought he was coming back and getting ready to play. That I saw him listed as out. Oh. And now you're telling me he's on IR? They put him on IR this morning oh. after practice. So he's gone practice. He's gone for at least three weeks, or at least four weeks oh. now. Four weeks. Okay. So that's a, that's a big hit to, to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That's he's probably going to be a reliable target. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't know if that that might be the end of their 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 journey this year. Then, no, I don't see that being as a nail in the coffin, but it's definitely it's not the last nail in the coffin. It's it's a yeah, strong, but it's not the last. Yeah. Nail. All right, well, Lions uh, running back Jameer Gibbs is rich set to return. He's ready to play this weekend versus the Ravens, which is great because I also need him at running back this week. But to, but does that mean he's going to be on a play count? Okay, um, he's, he's, they're gonna have to split. Is Craig time. Reynolds gonna play? If Craig Reynolds is able to play, then I would say yes. Jameer Gibbs is probably going to be on a on a pitch count based upon the quality they think his hamstrings at. Yeah, 
if Craig Reynolds is not healthy enough to play because he also had a hamstring and a toe injury, if he can't play, then they're probably going to push it a little too hard or too far with, uh, with Jameer Gibbs, unfortunately, because they don't have any other running backs that they can bring in. Yeah. Like I, I was shocked this week when I saw like his, his projected uh, stats went from like two to 11. So I'm wondering if he's going to be the featured back. I think so. I think Jameer Gibbs will end up being the feature back. Craig Reynolds will, will spell him off. And they're going to have to rely on Jared Goff's passing ability. So that passing attack with uh, Jamison Williams, uh, Amon St. Brown, now Sam Laporta, Josh Reynolds, they're going to need to use those guys in an interesting way uh, to beat the Ravens. Because well, they're not going to be I think this, this, this is going to be a back-and-forth game, I think. It could be. It very well could be. Um, like, it's not going to be like where somebody gets out a, 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 a big lead and could just sit and kind of run the ball. Or if the the, the, the Lions fall behind, then they got to throw the ball more. I think it's going to be back-and-forth a really close game. So you're going you're gonna to have to have your whole offense going, I think, throughout the whole game. Which, Which is exciting because that's that's how you want teams to be, right? That's where you get your fantasy yeah. points from. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, let's talk about some uh, some injury news. I've fallen and I can't get up. Okay, so I'm going to rattle through this list real quick. Some of the stuff I added originally when uh, when I was getting ready. Let's like like Tuesday. Let's say last Tuesday, and we've had a lot of updates on some of these players. So. Uh, I'm going to say the name and their injury. You give me an update if anything's happened. Quarterback Justin Fields, dislocated thumb. I he's out. Okay, he's I heard he's he's out. He's officially out. There, I don't know if they're going if he's going on IR or not, but he's he's officially out. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he had a knee injury, but he played Thursday night and played rather well. He even had a couple uh, scampers. Yep. Ryan Tannehill, high ankle sprain. I haven't heard anything. I don't think he's playing. Me neither. I haven't checked. Okay, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back injury. He's officially out versus the Bears. Yeah, uh, Baker Mayfield thumb contusion. Uh, I don't think that's stopping him. I think he's he's, he's, he's they've announced he's he's playing. Okay, uh, Deshaun Watson shoulder pain pain. He you said practice this week and looking to return, yep. so he might actually play this weekend. Yeah, that's okay. the that's that's their hope. That sucks for me because you picked uh, you picked Cooper. In, uh, um, <laughs> okay. Um, Christian McCaffrey, uh, he did not get any practices in until yesterday. So I think he's still a maybe, or he's yeah. going to be limited. He's going to be limited in the game, I think. Okay. Uh, just so you know, I'm still playing him against you this weekend. I know. I saw you put it in. Yeah, I have to. I have no choice. But <laughs> I know, it, I can't. it doesn't change the outcome, I don't think. Yeah, if, if he's healthy and he's good to go. Oh, yeah, that totally changes the outcome. It's going to be fantastic. Um, if he's not, then yeah, it, it, it I'm still it, taking the win. Slimy. Yeah, I'm still taking the win. Okay, especially because um, you put a guy in that I got zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh man, that was such a burn. I didn't think Jamal Williams was activated off of IR and he played. Yeah, he was activated off IR yeah. and played that Thursday night. And I'm thinking, well, that sucks. I have Jamal Williams, I would have picked him over Kendry Williams, but mm-hmm. Kendry Miller, but unfortunately, I, I, I put Kendry Miller and left him in. and Oh. Suck. Anyways, uh, David Montgomery's out this weekend. Kyron Williams went on IR, gone for four weeks. 
I didn't see that he went on to IR. I just knew he, he was, was hurt. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Rivers, his teammate, also went on IR. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then Debo Samuel, he has a shoulder injury. I uh, don't know what his status is. I think he's doubtful. Doubtful. Wow. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to look him up here real quick. So lots of injuries, not fun, uh, especially on a rather significant bye week. I'm going to share yeah. something uh, as well. There's no buys next week. Why would you put like six teams on buy and then the following week have no? Why don't you split it up and go three and three? I think because teams are getting tired of the travel from the Europe. Okay. Like you look at the, the Jaguars. Yep. They spent so much time over there. They might as well have rented apartments. Fair enough. Um, Debo here. What are we, what are we saying about Debo? Yeah, yeah, shoulder. Uh, shoulder. Uh, 17 minutes ago, uh, Debo Samuel has been declared out for week seven. Officially out. Wow. Okay. He's got a, he's got actually got a hairline fracture in his shoulder. Oh. He will miss at least two games, according to Shanahan. So, owners of Debo, don't count on him for the next two weeks. No. So, that means uh, George Kittle might be seeing some more targets then. I would think and if, Mc, and if McCaffrey is out, um, like this week they're playing Minnesota. Minnesota could play the upset on this one. If you got your top two offensive weapons, McCaffrey either out, yeah, either out or or not 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 fully playing. Yeah, not a hundred percent. Minnesota could go in and sneak that game. Like it's. No, I, I, I don't think the Minnesota defense is strong enough to do anything. And they don't think their offense is – it's prime time, isn't it? It's Monday night, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Monday night. Yeah. Kirk Cousin has never done anything good on prime time. He fails on prime time. It's oh. like a curse. So don't don't bet on Kirk Cousins on prime time. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, and that's the – and that's the like, – like you were saying to me the other night. Yeah. Um, with – Christian McCaffrey. Oh, I've got a couple of extra days of practice that before having to make the decision. Like you could even see if he practices, like goes to the walkthrough tomorrow, because mm-hmm. he'll do a walkthrough tomorrow. And if he's really he game, have to play someone from the Sunday night game. Yeah. Spot. Yeah. So I got to move him into my flex. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for injury guys. Now we're going to move over to the sleeper report. Sleeper report, sleeper report. Uh, last week was interesting with the amount of games that did not hit the over, that did not score a bunch of points. Uh, we had some interesting matchups. So our friend Slick had 98% as the best manager. Congratulations, Slick. Uh, that's pretty good. That means you didn't have a lot of points on your bench. Someone who did have a lot of points on their bench was Bryce. Thank heavens, because I faced Bryce. So, Bryce, uh, <laughs> congratulations on being the worst manager. The narrowest victory came down to Donnie, a.k.a. Juan's little sweeper, and Gabriel, Gabriel, a.k.a. Labribus. The differential was two points, 2.64 points, 88 versus 85. So, both of those guys were down and down in the dumps last week, but they did not come up in last. Well, stay tuned, folks. The highest score of the week was Slick. 
at 160.52. Another monster week by Slick. Yeah. His team is what? scary. Oh, when it hits, man, it hits. Uh, the lowest score of the week, thus becoming this week's poor man of the week. Bryce, my opponent, with 66.6 points. And for that, you get the sploosh. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> Although right. Bryce might have a bounce back week. Yeah, he, he, he very well might. Uh, it was a rough week for Oh, us. actually, no, that he's got an even worse matchup. Uh, matchup this week. Okay, well, we'll get to that here shortly. Uh, there was no trades, not from a lack of trying. I was out there pounding the pavement because I had a bunch of weak spots and I wanted to beat you this week. So I made some offers. Guys were like, I'm interested. Just not this week. Uh, you know what? I even made an offer to, uh, and I'll throw it out there because he declined it. Like Donnie has Fryermuth mm-hmm. as his tight end, and his two other two tight ends are on by. So I'm like, okay, I'll throw you Hunter Henry for a fifth round, and he declined it. He goes, no, I'll just go to the waiver wire. I'm oh. like, oh, okay, interesting. Hunter Henry for a fifth isn't a bad deal. No, no, I, and I thought I did, I, really the reason I threw it out there was because I need him to win this week. Oh, okay. Um, you just trying to help a brother out. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, try to help myself, brother, out by him winning. <laughs> That's a selfish deal, made very um, unselfish. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> hey, Tony, I'll work, I'll I'll look out for you. Just yeah, as long I'll as you, help win. you win to help me. Okay. <laughs> All right, I see where this is going. Uh, waivers, we did have some waivers run through. Josh, a.k.a. the multi-beast, did pick up Craig Reynolds, which sucked because he outbid me and I wanted it. I really wanted that Craig Reynolds. Too Lots bad. of guys did, apparently. Yeah, four, four bids on it. Yeah, uh, Juan picked up Damian Williams for 25 fab. He also picked up Deontay Hardy for 15. Uh, Andrew, you picked up Julio Jones for five. Woo! Hey, there was somebody else was bidding on him, too. So well, they're, I'm, they're not the, I'm not the only one that's crazy. Yeah. So I, uh, I see that Slick dropped uh, Khalil Shakir from Buffalo, and I dropped at Abanaconda so I could pick up Nicole Hardman. So go me. I'm not brave yeah. enough to start Nicole Hardman. I would have started him, uh, started him over uh, Kendra Miller, but I don't get that option anymore. Yeah. yeah. But you know what, though? Again, if he you pick him up, if he goes nuts this week, you might Ripley. be enticed to start him next week, right? Like if yeah, he's got that great. instant chemistry, right? You know Mahomes. Mahomes will will ride the hot hand. Yeah. So if he can if go to you, you catch it every time, he's gonna keep going to you. He's just gonna build it up. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh let's get to our week five matchup results. This is where we all selected who we thought we were going to win. The matchups, in this case, matchup number one was myself versus Bryce. I won that one because, unfortunately, Bryce's team just folded in on itself. So thank, thank you yeah. for that, Bryce. Yeah, um, thank you, Bryce. Yeah. I picked myself, and Josh picked me, and Gabe picked me. So congrats, guys. You got a point for that. Matchup number two was Donnie versus Gabriel. This one ended up being super tight, and I think we even thought it was going to be that tight when we selected it. I went Gabriel, uh, but Donnie came out on top. So, Andrew, you got it. Donnie got it. And the rest of us, we all missed out. So, 
one point, everybody's now one and one. Yep. Matchup number three, everybody picked slick. We all got a point for that. Matchup number four, it was Marvin versus Josh. I told you I will take the other guy because I thought it was going to be close, although I was leaning Josh. Josh was the winner. I would have got a point for that. Yep. Um, so the three of you, uh, Andrew, Donnie, Josh, you guys all you always got a point for that. Matchup number five, Andrew versus Chervin. I bet against you, Andrew. That's what I get for going against my buddy. Uh, but it was a close matchup, to be honest with you. Uh, Chervin's had a good team. You have a good team. Uh, and only you and Donnie got it correct. The rest of us got it wrong. So here's this week's uh, results. I went two and three. Andrew, you went four and one. Donnie went four and one. Josh went three and two. Gabriel went two and three. Ugh. So now Gabriel's I'm... hot start kind of has fizzled yeah, off, off the last few weeks. So uh, I'm at 18 and 12. You're at 21 and nine back in the lead. Donnie is at 18 and seven. He's catching up to you. Uh, Josh is eight and seven. Marvin's still sitting at 16 and nine. And Gabriel is at 12 and eight. Ooh. Yes. I got to keep up this pace so I can widen the gap a little bit. Okay. So here's how this is going to work. Week number six. Here's the matchups. Matchup number one. It's myself versus Andrew. We're going in a head-to-head battle. Donnie and Marvin have both picked uh, picked Andrew. And I thought I was going to be able to be play upset, have a last-minute trade go through, like bolster my roster. Unfortunately, I couldn't get it done. So here's, here's what I got rocking out there, and then we'll go to Andrew's team. So I'm playing Jared Goff. I got Christian McCaffrey, who's questionable. Jameer Gibbs, who's back. A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, T.J. Hawkinson, Deontay Foreman, running back for Chicago. I'm... I'm doubling down on the Deontay Foreman. I played Kendry Miller from Thursday night. He got me zero points. I got Marquise Brown. That's my lineup, and I'm sticking to it. My other options in this case, I might have A.J. Dillon, but I think I think Aaron Jones is going to be back, so I'm not going yes. there. And the rest, well, I have Miko Hardman, and then the rest of my team is on buy or on um, IR. And what's, so, the, what's the projection on Hardman? Now? Oh, only three. Wow. Yeah, it's because he he's a he's a new transfer to the team, so it's not yeah. gonna be a lot. But I take three points over zero. True, true. So now here's what you're rocking. You got Patrick Mahomes, you got bad boy Zach Moss, Isaiah Pacheco, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, uh, Kareem Hunt. I might be okay. Uh Christian hey, he's projected for seven points. So yeah, and then Wandell Robinson. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm going to I'm going to switch my vote. I'm going to go from me to you, Andrew. But I'm not going to give up. No, no. No, no. And I would never expect you to. Nope. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you're picking yourself. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. All right. Um all right, matchup number 2. We've got Gabriel versus Juan. All right. Um I'm not liking the way this is looking so far cuz I think we're all suffering like a lot. Uh, Gabriel might get his first win of the season here. He's running Trevor Lawrence, who's already played, got 20 points. He's got DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker, Romeo Dobbs, Amari Cooper. He's got Evan Ingram at tight end, who got him seven points already. Jackson Smith and the Jigba, Logan Thomas, and Mike Wilson. That's, that's who he's rocking out there because there's no one else really worthwhile. No. Yep. Look at that. Nobody else really, really worth putting out there. Okay. On the opposite side, Juan's hurting. He's got Jalen Hurts, Latavius Murray, 
Gus Edwards, Jalen Waddle, Tutu Atwell, Mark Andrews, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Deontay Hardy, and Jacoby Myers. And his bench is decimated. Yeah, it is. It's either buy or hurt. Oh, I know that feeling, man. I know that feeling. Uh, It's not looking good for for one. No, but it's still going to be a close. It's going to be a close uh, matchup. Yeah, only a six point differential. Um, oh man. I mean, Hurts flopping into the end zone could be the difference that helps Juan. Uh, yeah, because it could be a, a very big uh, Jalen Hurts game. Yeah, it could be a big Jalen Waddle game too. Yes. Especially with, well, they're going against each other. Yeah. Right? Uh, I've got uh, I've got Gabe. I've got yeah, Faith. Yeah. You know what? I want to pick Gabriel, too, just because I want to see Gabe get his first win. Yep. There we go. Uh, Marvin did tick one. So yes. Donnie and I and Andrew picked Gabriel. Marvin picked one. So there is a differential there. Matchup number three, we got Slick versus Josh. These are buddies from New York. Let's see how this plays out. Uh, the hot streak has been going to Slick as of late. Let's see. He's got Lamar Jackson, Raheem Mostert. Oh, Travis Etienne, who's already played for 21 points. Keenan Allen, Chris Olave, who played but only got 9.2. Dallas Goddard, Terry McLaurin, and Najee Harris. Oh, and Curtis Samuel. Okay, so he has... Oh, he had Michael Thomas on his bench. I wouldn't yes. ever would have trusted Michael Thomas, but okay. I, 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 yeah, again, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked Taysom Hill. On the other side, Josh has got Geno Smith, Alvin Kamara, who got 23. He's got Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, Tyler Locke, George Kittle, Zay Flowers, Brian Robinson, Drake London. Oh man, this is gonna be a tough matchup. These guys, both of these guys have some good good assets. But see, but like, like you, you, some of the some, te- of the, some of the teams that he's that that um, that Josh is going against, like you look at Atlanta going against Tampa Bay, okay. I think they could shut them down. Um, you got Zay Flowers Gordon. going against Detroit, right? Detroit could shut down Baltimore's. Uh, uh, they're not. They're game. not a strong passing game. They're really good against the run, and they can pressure the quarterback, but they still give away. They still give away passings. Yeah. I mean, Kittle could have the game of his life with everybody hurt on that yeah, team. He could. He, he could uh, light that up. Um, um, Austin Ackler, Kansas City. Uh, Raheem yeah. Mostert versus Philly. Like, there could be some big, big points here this week. Ice okay. cream truck driving by my house. Well, that's weird considering it's cold outside. Yeah. Just because trying it's to sell off the last of the last of the season's ice cream, I guess he's trying to sell or something. I don't know. Yeah, you just hear ahead. that ice cream truck music. I'm like, what the hell is that? All right. Um, okay. Oh, this is a toss-up. Yeah. I struggled with this one when I was looking at for my picks. Um, I'm leaning toward uh, Josh on this one, though. Okay. You know what? If you're gonna go that way, I'm gonna go slick. I'm gonna root for Josh again because I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see another loss end up on on slicks. Yes, but me too. to give us some difference, sure. I'll play. I'll play the offers. Okay, 
Second last matchup, matchup number four. We've got Bryce versus Marvin. All right, so we got Josh Allen, James Cook, Jerome Ford, Calvin Ridley, who did one point, George Pickens, Luke Musgrave, Aaron Jones, Debo Samuel, who is out. Ooh, maybe he doesn't know. Uh, so that's going to get swapped out. And then Devontae Smith, who do you think does he does he put in as offset to Jordan Addison? There you go. He swaps out Debo Samuel for Jordan Addison. Ah, very yep. cool. Very cool. Okay. On the other side, uh, Bryce is facing against Marvin, who was on a big downward spiral this year. Who's playing Joshua Dobbs, uh, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Amon St. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Cole Komet, Devontae Adams, Katani Ingram, and DK Metcalf. Like, it's a really good-looking lineup. I'm just... Yeah. But, you know, you, uh, look, you look at, like, Dobbs, right? And you think, well, why would you start Dobbs? But then you, you turn around and say, because, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is my, Mike's voice coming out of me. Like I said earlier, Kirk Cousins can't do anything in the in the prime time. Yep, and that's his other quarterback because Joe Burrow's yep. is on a bye. Joe Burrow's on bye. Kirk Cousins doesn't play on prime time very well, so yep. he's not playing him. Um, so where where do you think this goes? Right now, uh, the point differential is he's got Stevenson on his bench. Yeah, which. You know, that could pick him up points. But what scares me is, like you said, uh, Debo Samuel. Oh, but they got Samuel with listed as 10 points right now. No, Samuel okay. is listed as zero. No, I'm showing Samuel as 10 points right now. No, oh, I see it as zero. And if he swaps in Jordan Addison, he'll have 9.8. Do you, on your, on your computer, is it 92 to 106? Nope. It's 82. To 106. Oh, let me just update my 82.9. Unless he already updated his. No, maybe maybe Sleeper has updated the web browser before since I Okay. Um, but at, at any rate, uh, he'll probably swap somebody in. Um but I don't think it's gonna be enough to pick up for uh, 24 points. Um I gotta go, Marvin, and I, I and I hope for Marvin because I I really I need these four and two guys to lose to so strengthen your uh, your playoff position. Because if if everything everything works out right this week and I beat you, I could jump into first. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think I stay in first place and I end up beating you with an upset. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. but you didn't pick that earlier. I did not. <laughs> I did not plan the odds here, buddy. Plan the odds. Doesn't mean I don't have hope. Oh, true. Okay. True. Very Last true. matchup of, of the night is going to be Donnie, a.k.a. Juan's Little Sweeper versus Chervin. And this is how uh, Donnie's got it played out. Uh, there's a 20-point differential here in Chervin's favor. Donnie's got Justin Herbert, Javante Williams, Bijan Robinson, Jerry Judy, Puka Nakua. He's got no tight end because he hasn't picked one up yet. Uh, he's got Josh Reynolds, Rashad White, and Rasheed Rice. Wait a minute. Can he even pick a guy up on a waiver? Yeah. Everything's going to be Wednesday because it's the week started. Yeah, but we can we can still run. Waivers run every day. Yeah, they'll, they'll run again tomorrow morning. I'm just surprised he hasn't picked somebody up yet. 
Well, he just he just saw it this morning. Fryermuth just went on really? IR this morning. Okay. So I'm going into players available tight ends. Oh, I don't like the web browser. Let me go on my phone. Players available tight end. Okay. Not a lot out there, but oh well. Good luck to Donnie on that one, then. No, I'm not bitter for not getting a fifth-round pick. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Donnie. Oh, because you tried to make that deal with him. Oh, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, his slides, you know, his response back to me was, uh, like, I just need somebody for this week because next yeah. week I'm expecting somebody to come back from injury. Yeah. So. Okay. And who are you picking in this one? Um, well, sorry, I, I gotta I gotta go back here and have a look at Chervin. On the opposite side, Chervin's rocking Tua, Alexander Madison, Saquon Barkley, who's back in action, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, yuck, uh, Kyle Pitts, Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk, who's yeah, ooh, and then Gabe Davis. I'm going Chervin. Unfortunately, I have to as well. Even though he's a four and two guy. Now Donnie picked Donnie and Marvin picked Donnie. So interesting. 50-50 split here. Yeah. But earlier yeah. in the week, I think I think earlier in the week it was a lot closer of a of a a projection. Okay. So. Well, it that is the update. Uh Donnie, get yourself a tight end, buddy. Um, whether you trade for one and pick one off the waivers wire waiver wires, you you've got options. Um, and that's it. That's, that wraps up our selections. Just a quick recap. I picked Andrew, which I'm now going to swap back to myself. I'll take that hit because I truly believe I, I now have that sense of good things will happen for our hero, Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, I picked Gabe, Slick, Bryce, and Chervin. Andrew, you picked yourself. Gabriel, Josh, Marvin, Chervin. Uh, Donnie picked Andrew, Gabriel, Josh, Marvin, Donnie. And Marvin picked Andrew Juan, Josh, Bryce, Donnie. So some some very strong variations here. Uh, should see some big separation. Big so separation. I'll, 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 either Donnie's going to pick a game up on me, or I'm going to pick up a game on Donnie in the we'll the weekly because we we had the same picks except for the last game. Okay, just just keep riding the hot hand. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get over to this week's bet. All right. So this week's bet uh, is going to be Andrew's choice because I came up. And how did I come up? Because we resulted in a tie, which yes. pushed it to dif differential. And we said lowest points are closest to zero. Um, and you were at so minus said, 40. And yeah, I was at I went minus, minus 47. 40. And you went minus 67. So we we were wrong. We were wrong big time. Yes. So, so was guys. the whole NFL oh, and yeah. Vegas. <laughs> Just come on. Like, score some points, you guys. Yep. Because uh, when so you think about when you when you think about a an over under of 45. Yep. 
that's not huge. Like you get a team scoring 25, a, a 25, 20 game isn't really out of the question. No, even some well, of the weaker teams, even some of the weaker teams could be putting up numbers like that. Mm-hmm. But it just like there was some crazy games last week that, um, you know, like I think like the the Seahawks and Bengals forty six point five, and I think they only scored like twenty points between the two of them. You picked, like, there was lots yeah. of, of uh, there was lots of teams that were that were nowhere near their over under. Is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, let's just have a let's have a quick quick look here. Um, so this over was wrong. This over was right. The only over I think we got right was, yeah, Panthers the only Dolphins. over that you picked that got right was the ball, uh, Panthers versus Dolphins. That was it. Every time we picked the over, we got it wrong. Whenever we picked the under, <laughs> we, we got it right. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so frustrating. Okay, so this week you came up with something really creative. Yes. I, I quite yes. like it. So uh, again, congratulations to Mr. Go Guy Go, who uh, who thinks he's got a stranglehold on this bet, this weekly bet stuff it, now because he's up by two. It's, it's, it's not a stranglehold yet, not yet. <laughs> but wait, Mr. Anprey has come up with another create bet this week, um, and should he get the win, the momentum will swing back to me. Well, yeah. Um, in this case, this bet <laughs> is very much luck dependent. Yes. So what we did, uh, what I did was a, um, and I kind of doubt we're going to end up with a tie. If we end up with a tie, if we end up with a tie like this, uh, we'll take it as a tie. Um, So what I did was I picked a a randomizer wheel. Yeah. And I put um, all the teams playing, we put it on there. Mm -hmm. And we spun the wheel. And whoever it landed on, we each had to pick a player from that team, or one, um, defense, one defense, or or a defensive or, or mm-hmm. a defensive team. Uh, uh, so two so two quarterbacks, or you could pick a flex guy instead of a quarterback. Because I, um, yeah, yeah, Mike ended up doing that. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Um, this is this is the quick lineup, you guys. So there's one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, one super flex, and a defense. And the intent here was uh, every time we spun, we would alternate who picks first, right? So Andrew would pick first, I'd pick second, and then we'd spin, get a new team, and then I would pick first, and he would pick second, and we'd go back and forth. The way it worked out when we spun this stupid freaking wheel is whenever it was Andrew's team to pick first, it would land on teams that really only had one asset. <laughs> and when it was my turn to pick, it would land on teams that had multiple choices. So this is this is how it went down. Um, I don't remember uh, the order of how like the teams landed. We probably should have captured that. Um, oh, but yeah, my team looks like this. I have Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Amon St. Saint- right there, right there. People yep. are probably thinking... Oh my God, that's a pretty good team. Yep. <laughs> and then the wheels start to fall off a bit. I think. Yeah. And then my second wide receiver is Kendrick Bourne. Uh, I do have Mark Andrews as my tight end. Thank heavens. Uh, then I got Christian Kirk, which like I I lucked out in that case. But you got uh, Travis Etienne. I I got Jerome Ford. And then for my I saved my defense and flex plays to last because I 
one, I didn't think I'd land with either of these teams. Um, and two, I thought I'd have some like good options. So I landed with um, Dante, Deontay Foreman running back for the Chicago Bears as my flex because I wasn't yeah. taking their quarterback. Yeah. That's and, I, I, what does uh, that say about hey, I don't want your crappy quarterbacks. I'll you take your, your mediocre back. running back. Dante Foreman is your starting running back, I think is a better choice. Um, and then my defense is the Arizona Cardinals. Because yeah. we, we got Arizona as the very last pick. Um okay. It's, and it wasn't me who got to pick first for, for the Arizona. And I don't remember who you took for your Arizona pick. I took Dobbs. Oh, you took Dobbs, that's right. Um, and I wanted to take uh, Marquise Brown, but couldn't. I had to get. I had to take the defense or so whatever. Yeah. So your team was Joshua Dobbs, quarterback. Uh, you have Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, Sam Laporta, Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper, and Lamar Jackson. The weakest piece of your offense is the Bears' defense. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love the bet. It was super fun doing. Yes. I just, I'm just not <laughs> very optimistic on, on my chances this week. Yeah. yeah. I, and you know what? In future bets, mm-hmm. I want to bring in this randomizer again. Yeah. No, that was and, fun. That was a lot of fun. And I think maybe like maybe one of the weeks, what we might do, what I might do is, uh, well, if I have to pick a week again, like if I have to make a bet again, um, something along the lineups where I might put like the, the matchups mm-hmm. on each of the, on each of the slots of the wheel. And then we got to pick something out of each of the matchups. Well, that's not bad. It's some interesting possibilities. Or even do, um, you're, you're putting the team, each, each mat league managers up there and then you can pick one player from. Yeah. From each manager. Like, yeah. Take like who you think is going to get the most points on that guy's team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean like, Oh my God. He's got Tua and Tyreek Hill. Which of the two do I take? Right? Like, well, I would take Tyreek in that case. I think Tyreek outscores two every week. Pretty close though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, there's that. So that's that's super fun. Uh, I'm created. I, I, man, I'm going to give you mad props for this. That That is a super creative bet. I think this could really... That was really fun. Whatever the result is, whatever the result ends up being, it was still super fun. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't. I can't can't, can't take all of the credit. I saw this on, on, um, a a a webcast, um, that I saw throughout the week, and I just thought, you know, that that is such a cool kind of matchup bet thing that the two commentators did. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta incorporate that. So I can't take all the credit, but. I like the idea of it. And then, like I said, finding that randomizer. We can get so creative with that. We can. It's going to be a fun tool to use going forward. Yeah. Well, that does bring us to the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening this week. I'm sorry with deep apologies that we we got this posted so late. Hopefully it does not disrupt your podcast listening routine. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys listening to us. Don't forget to like, share, leave us a review, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Poor Man Football, all one word. Come back next week, uh, Wednesday, October 25th, as we're going to record the next episode. We're actually be on schedule this time. Uh, that's it. From one poor man to another. Remember, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Have a great week for the rest of your week.